Today we're going to be talking about Confucius, and if you're confused, don't worry, you won't be so Confucius anymore after this podcast. Okay, so Confucius was born in 551 BC, died 479 BC, don't think that means too much to you. However, it's kind of right after the Buddha. Uh, around that same time really it was around the same time as the buddha and this was just in china so not in um where the buddha was but it's in china not in india and so confucius was china's most influential thinker and his aim was to restore the moral integrity of society and the state confucius uh he put forward many practical precepts and he did this in order to show how his ideal of a harmonious, stable social order could be achieved. So he wanted a society that was stable, um, that was ordered, and that could be safe for everyone in that community. Much of what is known about Confucius and his life is legend, as I'm sure a lot of these people are. You know, these stories were passed down, and who knows if this is really the truth? But this is what um, we're going to be talking about today, because, you know, what you learn about Confucius is what has been passed down. So, Sima Qian um, is the official court historian of the Han Dynasty. And there's works that he has said, uh, Sima Khan, that he endured poverty um, and upon reaching manhood was forced to take a variety of jobs. And he's talking about Confucius. So Confucius, when he was a kid, and um, growing up to be an adult, when he was an adult, he had to take a lot of petty jobs, uh, quote-unquote petty, intellectually undemanding jobs. And so it wasn't until that Confucius reached 50 that his talents were recognized and he was appointed first minister of public works and also minister of justice by the duke in that region. However, Confucius apparently fell out with these influential members of the nobility and was forced into exile. Yeah, he seems kind of like a uh, going against the herd type. And if you do that, you might not get along with everybody. So, yep, he was forced into exile. But around 484 BC, he returned, spending the rest of his life in teaching, and he never aspired to high office again. Okay, that is like a bad political story, but that is Confucius his background uh yeah he yeah he was kind of basically running for office didn't get along with the people so he was exiled uh and he went back and he was like i'm never doing this again but <clears throat> i'm sure he learned something right so the best source for developing an understanding of confucius and his thought are the Analects, uh, and the Analects are a work upon a lot of confucius's reputation rests it is problematic because it was compiled after his death and it, they weren't even his principles in the in the analects it was kind of the principles of his disciples or the principles of his disciples disciples so very very far away from him the analects but you know he's kind of associated with them Consequently, some of its texts are in inconsistent and incompatible with Confucian thought. Yep, so um, Confucius, his real beliefs may be inconsistent with the book that is associated with him, which are the Analects. So Confucius, um, his main teaching was that <coughs> filial piety and respect for tradition were essential 
in formulating ethics and he thought that people should always observe this filial pity thing so it's like obeying your elders and respecting them and um, treating the family as a unit and all of that you probably learned about this in world history I know I did and he also had this thing where he thought five things could consist of perfect virtue um, the five things were gravity generosity of soul sincerity earnestness and kindness all how sweet. But yes, those are the five things that he um, believed that could consist of perfect virtue, and they're all they're all good things. At least it's not like killing. No, it's like sincerity, earnestness, kindness. Um, yes. And that's going to be it for part one of Confucius. Bye. Listen to the new episode. Keep your minds open.